You are now tuned in to the Profit Link Up. Welcome to the Profit Link Up, your community connection to small businesses in the Memphis area. I'm Kathy, and I'm your host today, along with John. And our guest is Ben Tolbert from Capstone LLC Building and Renovations. Welcome, Ben. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. What led you to establish Capstone LLC? Ultimately, it led from a uh, from a passion that I've had since 2005 when I got in the construction business. Um, uh, when I started working um, as a project manager uh, back in 2005, uh, I just developed this love for construction, for residential construction primarily. And I knew back in 2005 that one day I wanted to have my own company and I wanted to do custom homes and renovations. And the good Lord just led me on a path uh, over the, you know, the last 19 years or so that uh, has led me to, you know, form my company. And we hit it right out of the gates in 2020. And uh, we have uh, we haven't, you know, we haven't let up. We haven't we haven't stopped since. So it's uh there's been some challenges, but we welcome the challenges. It just makes you stronger, and we're just uh, blessed and thankful for the opportunities that we've had. Well, with a with a start in 2005, you've seen two major uh, major uh, pandemics and major uh, game changers happen within the industry. How did you guys weather those challenges, and what specific challenges did you face? Well, in 2005, you know, when I got in the business, uh, we were blowing and going, everything was going real well. And, you know, we're the guy I worked for, we were, you know, building uh, custom homes, doing big renovations, doing some market homes and things were really humming. And then everything just, you know, went kaput and crashed 07, 08. So we were able to weather the storm just by, you know, having a good reputation. And, um, but back in 2005, when I got in the business, the market was very strong and, you know, looked like there was uh, no end, um, you know, in sight to the, uh, to everything. Just, it was just going to continue to go, you know, move forward at a fast pace. Sure. And as soon as you could put a house up, it was going to sell. And then 07 and 08 happened and nobody really <laughs> kind of, everybody got knocked, you know, off their feet pretty much, but we were able to weather the storm for a while and, uh, you know, had some blessings there with some, uh, with some homes and renovations that we we're able to still do. And then um, I ended up getting into the uh, uh, sales portion of the business, uh, selling you know masonry products and uh, you know brick and limestone and uh, some other different types of uh, masonry products, and and then got into the uh, lumber business and sold lumber, uh, millwork, uh, windows and doors uh, for you know five years with that, and uh, and then it just led me. The passion was always there. Uh, when I would go out to job sites um, as a sales rep, I would be drawn in to all these different houses that I was going out to every day and, you know, working with the different architects, doing the takeoffs for the material list for the, you know, builders that were my clients at the time. It just kept drawing me back. Like the fire was always there and it was, it, it never went away. Um, and the path that I went on was maybe a different path from, you know, being a project manager and then starting your own company then. Well, 
going to, uh, you know, from being a project manager to going into sales, it let me see a whole other side uh, of the construction, the residential construction business. And it really just increased my knowledge capacity tremendously um, with knowing what different types of materials, you know, are there and, you know, what the costs are associated with that and uh, really, um, really drove home the service side of things. And that just really helped me um, to be more well-rounded when I was able to, you know, form my company. But touching back on that from earlier, I've got these job sites and I would just, I would walk around on some of the slabs or some of the, you know, houses that were framed up and just visualize myself doing it, you know, one day and just knew that one day my time would come and it worked out, uh, you know, through uh, the good Lord blessed me with some opportunities to be able to get my company started. And I took a leap of faith, uh, left a really good job to pursue my passion. And then 2020 hit, COVID hit (laughs) right when I started my company. I was one of the first, I think I mentioned this to you, John, but I was one of the first several hundred people in Shelby County to get COVID when it first came over here. And I had another builder buddy of mine that got it a week before me and we would converse back. Hey, how are you feeling, man? What, this is some weird symptoms and lost my sense of smell for literally like eight or nine months. It didn't come back and it finally came back. Um, but, uh, so it was very challenging at the very beginning. So here I am fired up, ready to go. The, the flame's been burning. The flame got bigger because I started my company and then it just, it's like, Oh no, you know, all this stuff is going on in the world and I'm like, what's going to happen? You know, with, <laughs> I've just started this company and like, I just, you know, we had some people that wanted to do some projects, but the COVID situation, nobody knew what was going to go on. You're reading all this stuff about they're going to shut everything down. And it was just really challenging at first. So we officially started on one twenty nine twenty twenty 2020 is when I formed the Capstone LLC um, left my job uh, February 1st, and then COVID happened in March. I'm sorry, it's March 1st when I uh, uh, left my other job. And um, we uh, uh, we did have a couple of jobs kind of coming out of the gate. Well, excuse me, let me backtrack. We got uh, I got COVID um, in, in March, and then April we started our first project. First paycheck came in May. <laughs> and then so, so in that half, Basically half a year, we did almost six hundred thousand, I think, in uh, sales for wow. that. And then last year was one we really took off, and we did one point seven um, in uh, sales volume last year. So uh, we've been very blessed and fortunate. And this year we're well, the, we're trying to project as as best you can, and you know, keeping in mind with everything that's going on in the world hopefully we won't have another crazy thing happen but you know with the world we live in now it just is what it is we are projecting anywhere from two and a half to four and up if it you know some things really go our way uh like we think they're going to we feel like we've got a pretty good you know close rate on our uh, projects or potential projects rather and um we get referred by you know architects and uh, a lot of real estate agents and, you know, all kind of different uh, people from different walks of life. And, hey, I got your name from so-and-so. I've had people just 
call me before for some um they've called me because of some uh, pictures that they've seen on some projects we did thought that was really cool and we you know talked to so and so or we've talked to this group and it just didn't work out and so there's a lot of different ways and you ask me like where's the you know what how do you get all your different leads it's just number one is through you know god is very good to me very kind and his I feel like his favor has been upon me throughout my you know life as a young child all the way to now and it's just doors seem to open and i know without you know any like really hesitation on it that he's opening a lot of these doors and i just have to have the courage and the boldness to walk through those doors not you know totally knowing what's on the other side most of the time um especially when you start your own business and (laughs) it's a (laughs) pandemic uh going on right in the middle of it so but um, like my my dad, who's my hero and just a really funny, hilarious guy, uh, besides being you know my role model and hero, um, he told me uh, um, when I was telling him about you know my uh, my illness with cold, with COVID and everything going on, he says sometimes that uh, you know uh, tough beginnings make for happy endings. So hopefully we'll have a happy ending whenever my time here is passed, and you know we'll hopefully have left a you know, a nice legacy where we're able to serve others and, you know, do really, you know, high quality, um, high quality uh, residential construction. So well, it's great to have that kind of story and have those yeah. stones in the river, as it were, to, uh, <laughs> to, to mark, uh, mark where you've been led and where favor has been upon you. Absolutely. So we're very blessed and thankful. I know where, I know where the blessings come from and always uh, remember that and acknowledge that. So phenomenal. In what ways did your sales experience prepare you for operating your own business? I think with the with my personality, I have a very outgoing uh, person, and I've been that way since I was a child. Uh, always was willing to you know talk to people and go the extra mile and try to serve and help other people. So. On, on with my sales experience, those six years I sold, you know, building supplies, it just gave me, um, how do I put it? It just gave me a some more, you know, that didn't sound right. I was trying to think what I was going to say. Um, so my my sales, my building sales experience, um, really just kind of helped me be more well rounded as a building professional. Um, Obviously, there there are tons of you know talented uh, contractors in the Memphis area, residential contractors. I'm blessed to be able to call a lot of them friends, and you know was when I was you know successful in sales, I you know sold many products to you know a lot of the builders and was able to develop some really good relationships with those guys. So I could you know, I could go around these job sites and. I had a very good idea of, you know, what to do. And I would look and say, hey, this guy does this. I really like this. Uh, You know, this guy does this. And it really just, like, helped me to be more versatile and uh, well-rounded with my, you know, uh, to where I am today Um, and the different, like, ideas and, you know, thoughts and visions I have. It just, it kind of was set in place through, not completely set in place, but it was uh, another pillar was added uh, to it with my, you know, sales experience. And it just, uh, it just helped me be more well-rounded. Um, it gave me 
uh, a very good, uh, uh, like if you want to call it, it gave me very good um, practice, so to speak, to is like now when I get in front of uh, clients, I can just just kind of be myself and just let my personality flow out. And I just, I can connect with people really easily. Um, it's just, it's always kind of came natural to me. And I think it's just a gift this God has, uh, that he has blessed me with. And so when I go into a client meeting, I, I go in there confident that I'm going to get the job. And, you know, I've gone up against some of the, uh, the best builders in the Memphis areas and won. I haven't won every one of them, but you know, um, even as a young company, I'm confident in my ability and uh, that we can, you know, do a very good job for our clients and uh, provide, you know, good services and the end product. And so last year, um, when we grew too fast, as I mentioned, I was thankful for the, the blessings. They were just overwhelming, but we grew too fast and I was wearing too many hats as a, you know, as a contractor, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Um, as a sales manager, as a project manager, as a superintendent, as a materials delivery guy, whatever, as a punch list guy. So I wore 10, at least 10 different hats. And, you know, it got to a point some last year where, you know, I, I saw some of the service that I like to provide for my clients, like, you know, full disclosure, just slipping a little bit because I just couldn't get to everything. I wanted so bad to, you know, keep everyone as happy as it could possibly, you know, uh, be, but I've also learned if you want to keep everybody happy, you know, go sell ice cream. No offense right. to people that, you know, sell ice cream. I love ice cream. You look at me and tell me, you know, I love ice cream. So, but, you know, as a, as a business owner, as a leader, you gotta, you got, you gotta have the guts to take the risk. You gotta have the guts to get out there and just get in the arena Everybody can stand on the sidelines, but are you really willing to get in there in the arena, get on the field and, you know, hey, take your chances, take the risk, be willing to fail. And, you know, I just that's that's how I'm wired. Just I like to be in the arena and, you know, hey, made some mistakes. Everybody does, but I try to learn from them and I make adjustments and adapt and uh, and, you know, constantly looking to adapt and improve because I have this vision of where I want to be, you know, down the road and I'm willing to, you know, make the necessary uh, adjustments and put in the work to follow along in the process and, you know, make it to the end result of my uh, vision of where I'd like Capstone to be one day. So, Well, that's phenomenal. And it's amazing to see you succeed in, in such uncertain times. What motivates customers uh not only your customers but just the market at large to be making uh big investments in in new homes and and in uh, remodels and and uh in home additions and that sort of thing in there in uncertain times i think a big part of it was when covid hit and this is more common sense i guess anything that you know when people were kind of locked up so to speak they were able to you know, watch the TV shows that are so, I mean, you know, bless the TV shows. They're great, but they're so unrealistic as far as like, you know, which kind of can, you know, pose challenges when you're meeting with clients. Well, I saw, you know, so-and-so did a, you know, this, this show, they did a kitchen renovation in a week and I'm like, no, that, you know, it's a little different. So, uh, but anyway, it, it, you know, it, uh, I kind of got off track there. Sorry about that, John. Um, 
in, in terms of uh, people people doing time. new builds and, oh, and renovations in uncertain yeah. times. And I think it was it was a it was a big combination of you know COVID and it, it kind of brought everybody in, and they were able to you know get on the internet, get on their phone, start thinking about projects because you know the market was still really good, interest rates were still you know really low, um, and you know the economy was humming along still, and you know and it was some uncertain times, but people still had you know money to spend or were you know. Uh, investments bonuses you know raises different things so they're like hey it's a good time to add value to my home well you know i, I live in a you know uh 1995 house in germantown and i want to you know up it to you know 2020 2021 right. kind of we want to you know these these rooms were more boxy and now we like more of the open concept and Let's take out, you know, take out these walls and put in some, you know, put in some beams and do, you know, different finishes in the house and do this and that. And that kind of, you know, it was like a, just a combination of things. Well, there's nothing like being stuck in the same Absolutely. four walls for a while to make you realize all the things you wish it had. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and to develop that vision for uh, for what could this be. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was thankful. Um you know, COVID was tough, but I was thankful it really just kind of catapulted us and uh, helped us really get, you know, going, with, you know, people wanting to do all the different types of projects and everything. So, What sets Capstone LLC apart from the competition? What mainly, I would say, sets us apart is the passion that we have for residential construction. For example, I... Woke up this morning at 2.30 wide awake. It's a true story. And I um, went into my office in Germantown at 3 o'clock. And I worked till 7. Met with a potential client that I think we're going to, you know, work with uh, in the near future. They have a kind of little under the gun. Baby's coming in August. So, uh, yeah, they want to do a nice kitchen <laughs> renovation. So, we, we, he's, I asked him, when would you guys like to start? And he said, how's tomorrow sound? And I was like, well, um, we could maybe make that happen, you know. So, but, and then have uh, throughout the rest of the week, um, have uh, several different um, potential, uh, you know, client meetings that we're trying to get, you know, deals signed on, um, uh, this week and everything. So circling back, our passion uh, for construction, uh, for residential construction, uh, I think just really sets us apart from the competition because I just don't know. Um, they're obviously, like I mentioned earlier, very, very talented builders in the area. There are just some exceptionally talented builders. And like I said, I'm blessed to, you know, call a lot of them friends and, you know, peers and colleagues but there are some very close friends i have that are very gifted and i like i look i'm like i wish i had some of his gifts in this little area because this this area you know maybe not as strong in and this guy is excellent in so um but number one would be our passion and then uh, number two i think it's just diversification Um, my background primarily like you know being in uh, construction as a project manager and learning kind of from the ground. Well, starting as a superintendent and a project manager, but learning uh, um, learning from the ground up when I literally didn't you know really know anything about really home construction. I helped my dad on a few projects, but I just didn't you know <laughs> know much at all. But my mentor took a chance on me. I'm so thankful that he gave me an opportunity and I was able to 
you know, execute and, and grow and learn and then just kind of come full circle. So let's say the passion and the diversification. And I feel like we have a very good knowledge of uh, construction practices and um, just, you know, building design and, you know, what looks good and the finished product, the end result. And uh, so I think those few things kind of help, you know, set us apart and make us kind of unique in, in the market. So. Well, you gave an example of a, of a client you met with that you could fill a pretty immediate need for. And that's impressive in these days because I would think you're, uh, everybody's got to be under a lot of pressure with staffing issues and supply chain issues. How are you accommodating that? We're just, uh, we try to do a good job of, uh, you know, of planning out like our, you know, our monthly schedule and what this next year looks like. And, you know, you could really get a phone call, which is, so exciting for me that this business you literally can get a phone call like the one i got two weeks ago that i'm meeting with clients on friday that could totally change your next year and a half or two years i'm going to meet with some clients about a you know really large custom home friday it won't be to you know we'd have to it'd be a couple weeks before we could get all the pricing together we've got the plans and we've been you know, brainstorming ideas and offering suggestions, and it'll be a couple hour meeting on Friday for that. Um, but uh, we've, uh, it's so, you just, you just never know what the day is going to bring. Like you might, like I've gotten five referrals this, you know, this week already, and it's Wednesday. And it's just, Fantastic. it's just very fortunate and for the opportunities. And we're, you know, we don't, we don't take them for granted. We're we're very you know blessed and thankful for those opportunities. But um, sorry, I got off sidetrack a little bit. <laughs> so I'm trying to I I, circle, I keep chasing a rabbit, I guess. But so. What uh, challenges have you faced in establishing your brand, and how intentional have you been about establishing your unique brand? I guess the uh, the main challenge. Um, has been the the material situation that we have in this country as a whole, the material and supply chain situation, because you know it's it's hard to explain sometimes to clients that hey we priced a whole house lumber package and it was seventy thousand, and a month later it's eighty five thousand, okay. and it's 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 a difficult pill to you know, to swallow when you have to have that conversation, but just uh, being a business owner, that's just kind of, you know, comes with the territory. You got to have the tough conversations and, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, afraid to have those tough conversations, but that'd be the biggest challenge I would say. Um, and then the second, uh, the materials and supply chain, uh, particularly, uh, right now, you know, bless these guys that, I mean, cause I was, you know, in the business in in sales for, you know, with materials, but like, uh, lumber is pretty readily available, but it, it just is so expensive right now. Just, you know, the way it is. But, um, and then like, uh, like windows and, uh, the three, I'd say the three biggest, you know, fixtures and, uh, home building, uh, would be like, uh, as far as delays go windows and then, uh, cabinetry and um, appliances. Those are the three biggies that can kind of, you know, set things back a little bit if, you know, things aren't planned out accordingly. And sometimes there's, 
you know, sometimes like, hey, we're supposed to get this appliance in, you know, and you had it kind of set up on the schedule for delivery. So, hey, it's going to be another three weeks. And you just have to try to um, communicate as best as possible and head things off the pass. And um, one of the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing that I learned this past year when we grew too fast was um, that I, although I can, I could, you know, talk to a fence post and have a conversation, but like I was not the best communicator, um, if that makes sense. I could talk to anybody and was personal, had a good attitude, um, and had the passion, but I was not the best communicator to my clients and sometimes subcontractors. So I had a good friend who's a designer one day said, Hey, you know, the clients aren't as happy with a few things. And she's like, Ben, if you would just be, if you would just communicate better, just like, not ratchet up a notch, but basically just like change kind of the way you communicate. She was so kind to me. It really like flipped a switch in me because it's like, you know what? I started thinking about it. I was like, I can, I can really talk to anybody, but I'm not the best communicator. So I'm what, not. What changed? How, how, how specifically did you change your communication style? It's pretty much uh, happened like overnight. So instead of, so when she told me that she, she said in a, kind, a very kind way, um, hey, look, you know, you could, if you were a better communicator, you would set yourself apart from the rest of these guys out here. Because I work with a lot of the contractors. This designer was telling me this. And she said, uh, you would set yourself apart because of your personality and your knowledge and your heart that you have for other people and for, you know, wanting to produce a, a great product and service. If you would just communicate better, you would set yourself apart from anybody. And I was like, that kind of really hit home. And that really, you know, besides she could have done it in, in such a, a different way where it could have really like, you know, hurt your feelings or like the knife dagger to you, you know, whatever. But she said it in such a kind and, you know, courteous way that really like motivated me. And like, literally it was like an overnight thing. I said, Hey, I'm not the best communicator as a husband to my wife, as my, as a, as a father to my children, um, to my team, uh, to my subcontractors and other contractors and, and my clients. And like, I would, you know, if I had a, like a disagreement with a client or had a minor issue, I would tend to like, you know, kind of avoid that problem and the problem would like just build up. So that, that happened last year when she said that, and that really about middle to three quarters of the way in 2021, that's what really just, you know, kind of flipped that switch. I'm like, you know what? I realized that I was uh, not the best communicator. And so now I try to make it a, a point to over communicate and like, and, and, and it's still a challenge because you have so much going on and some, a client, you know, text messaging has been so popular for so long. And, uh, you know, people just like to text so much. And if you got, you know, 10 different projects it's going on. It's a blessing on, and a curse. You can yeah, you're available all the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then like 10, you know, uh, you know, 10, let's say if you got 10 projects, 20 clients, so to speak, if it's, you know, uh, a family or whatever. And, you know, sometimes you're on group chat, text chains and sometimes it's like, the, you know, the husband may say something, the wife may say something. So you're trying to get back to everybody as quick as you can and also, try to run your business and manage everything effectively. And, you know, um, so I've learned to do a better job with that. And I try to just, you know, make it a point to over communicate. And the, on the very front end now, 
like when I go out to a project, like a potential project, mm-hmm. I like, I just, I really over communicate and I ask tons of questions and I always, I always catch myself like apologizing. I'm like, you know, to the potential client, I'm like, Hey, sorry, I ask a lot of questions. I'm like, no, 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 no. We really like it. We really like that. You know, and I, you know, cause a lot of the times, you know, I, I do obviously talk a lot, but like, I. You know, I've been told I need to be a better listener too, and I'm working on that. But <laughs> but I go out and I try to just ask so many questions, like so we can figure out, like try to leave no stone unturned, and like right. something's always going to happen on a construction project. Like there's going to be delays, there's going to be you know materials may get delivered to the wrong house. It just stuff happens, and you just have to just try to communicate effectively and you know head off problems immediately when they happen and because it's, it's just nobody's immune to you know problems or delays no builder in america or in you know in in the on the globe is you know immune to any kind of problems in the construction industry particularly residential construction is very you know a unique industry with a lot of characters in it um I'm, it's you you'll see some of the funniest things that you've ever seen in your life on a job site or you know, talking to a contractor, talking to a client. I've, I've had five hour meetings with clients before. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you literally <laughs> and ate, I've eaten dinner with the clients because I was still at the house with them. So it sounds time. like you had lunch and dinner with them. I, yeah. I, I got there at three and left at eight. So it was, uh, but it was, I mean, it's, it's great. This, um, very nice family. It'd be a great project that, uh, we're, you know, hopefully going to get and uh i would love working with them and the guys well, just incredible. i would think that would set you apart today when when customer service has become a bit of an anomaly that nobody does it anymore that nobody takes time to listen and it's it's nice to have somebody that that's asking the right questions and that cares to get to know you deeply uh because everybody's got a different vision and and their home is everything it's a, their home is their is an extension of their family it's an extension of of why they work so hard it's a, it says so much about them so for you to get to know them personally and to be able to answer those and to be able to ask those questions have them answered ahead of time enables you to fulfill their vision uh, in a way that maybe they didn't even know to articulate absolutely agree completely what's the hardest lesson that you've learned in running your own business is it the communications piece The hardest, the hardest lesson, um, I think that I've, uh, had to learn was there was, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you're never going to make, uh, everyone happy all the time. And it, I strive for my clients to be happy. And I think they know my heart and just with all the different things going on, material delays, or, you know, some people, you know, with the right now with the workforce to, you know, there are people, um, that have just like multiple openings throughout the construction industry, residential, and there are people looking for, you know, really good, uh, you know, workers and people that really want to come grow with their company and everything. And it's, it's a challenge when, if somebody gets sick and they're already understaffed and everybody's busy right now, all the contractors are busy out there. So they're trying to juggle and provide good service and, you know, I've been fortunate to develop some really good relationships over the years and known a lot of guys for a long time. So, uh, so we have some good resources there that are available, but it's still, uh, it's still a challenge and that can, um, put projects, you know, 
a little behind, if you want to call it behind or just like realistically, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, you, you try to set people's expectations, you know, because I wanted another lesson that I learned last year was, you know, I want to have that heart to provide good service and, you know, excellent finished product and the, the desire is there, the heart and just trying to execute on it and, you know, juggle everything, you know, is, is challenging, but uh, you just try to, you know, you move forward every day and uh, you do the very best you can and just learning the, you know, uh, I had the skills to be a really good communicator. It was just, I didn't, I guess I just didn't recognize it, you know, as much until my friend had, you know, made that very kind comment to me. And then, uh, I think sometimes it's learning to be intentional absolutely. Uh, about what we're doing. Absolutely. But sometimes, sometimes things come naturally to us. And, and uh, uh, Chuck Swindoll's uh, uh, fond of saying, many a man can handle adversity, but very few can handle great blessing. And sometimes those That's things right. that come easily and naturally for us actually sort of work against us because we take them for granted and we don't get intentional about them. I agree completely, John. That's a, that's a very good point that you make there. I really appreciate that comment because that's, that's, that's very... Uh, yeah, that's a very great point, and it just really hits home. Um, so, did that sound okay? Yeah, really okay. Okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, where do you see yourself and the company in ten years? So, originally, my original vision for Capstone when I first started was I want to do uh, renovations and custom homes, and if it the opportunity arose to do some market homes to kind of put the capstone stamp on, mm-hmm. you know, what we feel a house should be from a structure standpoint and what it could be and from a design standpoint. So that's what I wanted to do in Tennessee and Mississippi, okay. North Mississippi, Oxford area. I went, graduated from Ole Miss. So I have a lot of connections down there. And the the 10 year kind of vision would be, if somebody would say, who should I use for a renovation or like who, who, you know, I want to build a custom home. Who should I talk to? And I want Capstone to be that name that they, you know, that they particularly custom homes. Cause who knows what the market's going to do. And I don't, you know, I don't have a Scrooge McDuck uh, swimming pool of gold in my backyard or anything where I can, you know, do laps in gold so I can't sure. just go out and, you know, buy land and develop it. Maybe maybe one day something like that will happen. But, uh, you know, right now that's that's be the 10-year, you know, mark where, you know, somebody would, uh, if they said, hey, you know, I want to, you know, build a house and Olive Branch or out in Hernando. And they said, well, you need to, you know, you need to call Ben Talbot with Capstone. That's ideally the 10 year, you know, plan that would be, um, there was something else. Oh, um, a couple of the like, uh, goals that I had was that was, and not in any particular order, um, was like three main ones. But if you, you know, looked up capstone, it would, you know, have very positive things to say, uh, about, the company and hopefully steer you in that direction to use us. Um, the second thing was I want to win builder of the year, uh, okay. one day. That's another goal. Cool. And, um, that, that'd be, a uh, that that's, that's another goal that, that helped, that motivates me. And the, uh, the third was, um, well, the three main ones, I got lots of goals, but the, the three main ones, um, the third one 
was I, I like to I like to be in the Vesta Home Show one day. I think that uh, it's a very good thing that the association does with the Vesta Home Show. Um, just so many talented, uh, gifted builders, and you get to come see their craft and uh, and I you know walk through those and uh, they're great. And I just I just have a desire to do that one day and to kind of you know already got you know ideas for kind of different house styles and different things that I think would look really good. It's just, you know, just hadn't been the right time. And yet I'm still, you know, a very young <laughs> company, but just have really good desires and ambition. And, but that's some of my, you know, goals that I would like to uh, see accomplished in the near future. And I might happen, you know, sooner rather than later, but 10 years, that's what I, you know, ideally, you know, if, if, if you looked up Capstone, that'd be all you'd have to look up to make your decision. Well, let me say that again. If you looked up, you know, capstone that you would recognize that that would be the company you'd want to build your dream home. Hmm. So that's a 10 year goal. Very cool. Do you expect the recent increase in interest rates to impact your business significantly? I see that we will um, probably have, some projects that that people may decide to to hold for a little bit um but overall i don't think it'll be a a big decline i don't i don't think overall because uh you know we're fortunate to have a lot of all our clients are great but like we we're fortunate to have uh, a lot of clients that you know are more on the um like higher end type category as far as like the home style they have and the value of their home and so uh you know whatever quarter percent interest tick up doesn't really you know it affects everybody but it doesn't as much on some of these particular projects so i mean i know from a you know if you calculated it up i don't have an accounting degree but (laughs) or i'm not a mathematician but if you you know calculated it up that you know if you spend an extra 20 grand over 30 years on part of this project or whatever, it wouldn't be much a month, you know? So kind of relative to what you want to do and who knows what rates may go down again in the future. Who knows? Um, But we haven't seen, I don't think to answer your question, um, I don't think like significantly it will play a, a factor in the work we do. We probably will see some marginally, I think in our business, um, but I think significantly, I don't, I don't feel it'll really, you know, play a prominent role in it. Well, I think you alluded to it somewhat in terms of your long-term goals. But when you look at branding Capstone, what's the main impression you want the community to have of you when they think of Capstone? The main impression is I would want the community to see that we try to serve others, um, serve through the service that we provide and the quality of the work and the finished product. Um, as a Christian, that's what I would say um, from a, you know, from that standpoint that we just, number one, want to, you know, honor the Lord and in all that we do. And we try to do that every day, it just in the rigmarole of everything going on and everybody gets so busy. It's, it's tough sometimes to take a step back and say, Hey, this is, you know, I am designed you know, for, I'm designed for someone's, you know, glory for, for me to, you know, uh, to be a vessel and to use the gifts and the talents that I've been given for, 
you know, for God's glory. And that's, that's the ultimate, you know, goal, but it is full transparency. It's tough to, you know, it's tough to really keep that in mind every day. I mean, it really is when you, I mean, have the heart for it. And I know where my blessings come from. I know that I'm you know here for a purpose and uh, I, uh, you know, try to honor God and all that I do, but it just, it, it, it is challenging with everything that you have going on and trying to delegate and organize and run, run a company. It just, I need to, I guess need to add that to my mental list of, I need to, you know, set a timer or something, take a step back and <laughs> Hey, at 12 o'clock every day, I need to, you know, Hey, God, thank you for your blessings. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to serve you ultimately. And, you know, um, bring glory and honor to your name. So, um, that's, uh, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of what I would, would like people to think of, uh, capstone. And, and for me, you know, personally, I, I want to be the kind of person that if you said, Hey, I've got one phone call, I'm in a, I'm in kind of a bind yeah. that I'd be the person that you would call. Cause you know, you would know that I would do what I could to help you in that whatever situation, you know, you were in. And that's just, it's not to, you know, blow steam or anything or toot or what to my horn or whatever. It's not to do that at all. It's just, I just, like I mentioned earlier in, in the podcast, I, I just very, I enjoy helping people and I always have. And, you know, it's tough to say no to you have all these clients that want to work. And then, you know, I've got to do that today. I've got to, you know, call somebody and say, I don't know if we're your guy. I don't know if we're a fit, but we do appreciate you considering us. And it's just with the workload we have right now, and we're just not the best fit for, for this project or, you know, may see that some of the, the costs aren't going to, you know, be in line with what the, you know, the, the, the potential clients, yeah, number would be. And, um, and that's really tough too, cause you want to help, like I mentioned earlier, you want to help everyone out that you can. So I, I, you know, I, I'm thankful to be in a position to, you know, be able to say no, but it still doesn't make it any easier sure. you know, when you have to do that. So, well, you've got a real servant's heart. So that's, that's clear. You've got a real passion uh, for what you do and a real vision. And that's, uh, that's unique. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, if they want to tap into that and, and, and be a part of what Capstone's doing. So, I'd say the best, the best way to, you know, to get in touch with me personally would be just, you know, uh, reach out via phone, uh, 901-870-2504. That's my cell phone number and the business number, um, that everything, you know, goes through and, uh, we'll, you know, we, we like you, we'll hear on our voicemail. We try to get back as quick as we can. Sometimes it, it may take a couple hours, but we do try to call or text back, uh, to, you know, just, you know, be polite in that regard. Um, but I would say too, like you can always email us, uh, Ben at capstone llc.build. Our website is, uh, capstone llc.build. Um, we had, uh, just really like the, uh, like the domain name and the dot build kind of adds a unique little perspective to it. And I kind of found out about it and I said, Hey, is that available? And, it was, it was, so it kind of just worked out and people, you know, get a, get a nice, uh, you know, kick for it. Oh, that sounds different. I have to, sometimes when I'm talking on the phone, I have to like, you know, when I spell it out, 
I said, don't, it's not dot com. It's, it's, dot, it's dot mail. Cause I, I said, well, I sent you an email and I was like, I've checked it, you know, multiple times and, and the junk mail folder and it's not in there. So, right. but, um, and then we're at, uh, we're in Germantown. Uh, our office is in Germantown, uh, uh near holidays flowers in the Methodist church on South Germantown road, 2320, uh, South Germantown road. So we're in kind of the heart of old Germantown and, uh, that's, uh, that's where we're located, but we're, we're, um, we welcome uh, anyone uh, that that needs any kind of residential construction uh, services. Uh, that we're we're be happy to you know talk with you, particularly you know in the area of whole house renovations and custom homes. So we're uh, but we're open to you know we're open to a lot of different things. But that's the primary focus that we have. So if you have you know something, if you want someone uh, that has a good heart, that cares about others, that does a good job, that communicates better. <laughs> now, uh, uh, we feel like we're your guy. So, uh, feel free to reach out and, uh, you know, and, and contact us. And, um, you know, we, uh, we work long hours, work early hours. So I uh, will try to keep it between the official business hours of eight and five, but, you know, we will, uh, you know, we'll take some after hours too sometimes. So, um, but, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're thankful for, all of our wonderful clients that we've had in the past, the ones that we have currently, the ones that we're going to have, we've learned something from uh, uh, each and every one of them. And um, we're just so blessed and fortunate to just be able to work with, you know, so many wonderful people. And this year, and do you need me to stop? No, I'm sorry. I I didn't know if I was running a little long. No, I was giving you an okay. I think that's great. I love love that you're putting an emphasis back on the clients. Well, um, this year in particular, with the current clients that we have and the ones that are in the pipeline and the ones that we feel pretty confident that we're going to, you know, we're going to get those and, and, you know, have them as clients. Uh, we're this, this year will be the, as far as the, the clients go, um, we're just very excited to work with some of these amazing people. Um, very just, we look forward to it. We're very excited some people don't like to do custom homes or custom renovations because they don't you know the the client part i don't like to deal with people well we we like welcome that we (laughs) we, you know we're uh it's it's your house it's your project we just want to we want to do it like you want it but we're going to give you suggestions and you know hey say hey mate you know think about this consider this this is why this needs to be like this from a from a licensed professional standpoint, we're gonna you know tell you why it needs to maybe be a certain way, but be mindful of your own desires and you know wants and and, and needs uh, you know for your project. So, but, uh, we want to thank our guest Ben Tolbert of Capstone LLC Building and Renovations. Give Ben a call to make your dream home a reality. Thanks for listening to the Profit Link Up. Tune in for more local business spotlights and stories of businesses that are uniquely Memphis.